Who is it? I am a joke, that. I am a tailor. She went shopping. I am a kitty mad. Have a habiba kuti mitkude. Okay, habo. Yo, Wagwan, Assalamu alaikum, Damantina Kuso Dawada, and welcome to Hoya Matala Podcast. I'm Lee, short for Liban. I'm Sam, short for Samata. And yeah, we back, baby, back for episode eight. And this week we have um, we have a young brother from the neighborhood, from the a local brother, a brother we both know, uh, who shares uh, the same name as me. Obviously, he's number two, I'm number one. So yeah, man, welcome, we Liban. Can we stop that talk? <laughs> <laughs> there's a dispute now. There's a, there's a big dispute. Hey. Big dispute. Who's one? Who's two? Listen, I've always said it, innit? I'm number one, innit? But... But today, I'll pass it over to you, mate. Pass the torch on to him today, man. The guest, you got to put him as number one today, you know what I'm saying? That's it, man, that's it. Yeah, definitely, man. You got to keep it like that. But yeah, today we've got Liban here today. And um, yeah, Liban and me, we're quite, you know, we know each other for quite some time. You know, we went to the same school from primary upwards. Oh, year six, isn't it? Yeah, from year six. You know, we both... Well, when I first came here yeah, from Holland, I think you followed, you came after what, about three weeks or so? Two weeks, two weeks. Oh, two, two weeks yeah, or so. two weeks. Two weeks or so, it was, it was a bit. I met a different <laughs> Sam at that point, I'm not going to lie, I saw a different Sam. Oh, what was it like? Oh. I'm not going to lie to you, I don't even know how I communicated with him the first six months. Yeah, I think it was about the first six months or so, it was, it was, it was different, especially when I think I think I was still... You know, grasping with the language, getting to know, like, the thing was, I think it was like a broken Dutch with a little bit of English going on. Bro, it Do was you know what I mean? funny. <laughs> Lee, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. The Somali wasn't Somalian, you know, the one yeah, yeah, yeah. English was a bit broken. I don't know Dutch. So it, it had to go like pen here. <laughs> wow. You know, it was them type of saying. Were you his translator? In a sense, because like, I'm not going to lie. The, like the white kids and the other guys in the class, it was harder to get the point across. Yeah. For some reason, it was easier for me to get the point across. So for me, as soon as I came in, I could speak English. It wasn't a big deal. So we just took it from there. Okay. Nice. Yeah, no, it, it was different because, um, you know, when you first come on, it takes a bit of time to kick in the language and everything else. But yeah, it, it's, it's easier, especially when you've got another Somali guy, you know, kid at that time anyways, um, having in the class and then, you know, you say, oh, that's another guy there, you know. You, you bond. The bond is there straight away. So then you get to know each other uh, much easier. But at the same time, when you first came, you had some, you had, you had a southern African accent on you. Do you know what I mean? Oh. I think for a lot of people, where it is, um, with, with smiles anyways, that come from abroad, they come probably from Scandinavia, they come from holland uh they come from uh the arabian peninsula most kenya. of the time kenya uh somalia you can sweden Ethiopia. do you know what i mean you yeah, can yeah. come from all sorts of places but with you it was different like Bro. for the for the for the listeners and the viewers like you gotta explain where you're from those ones a bit <laughs> i shared a nickname zambia yeah zambia yeah yeah but i get it all the time when they say where you born what age do you come? I always tell them Zambia, they get baffled, especially Somalis. You know, the amount of times when I remember you saying to someone, yeah, I'm from Zambia, and the look on people's face, they're like, yeah, what? Bro, a Somali mad. from Zambia? Like, what and is you know, that? Like, most people claim different things. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Like, Somali Yemenis, for, yeah. Example. for example. I'm from Yemen. They'll say, like, for example, let's say, um, 
a Somali comes from maybe Kenya or Tanzania, they'll say, I'm born in Scandinavia or something. Like They'll try to hide it. Or yeah, I'm born yeah, in Somalia. And yeah, I came yeah, straight yeah, here, yeah, innit? Yeah. So for me, when people heard, I, like, I'm from Zambia, like, yeah. you know, I'm not from nowhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll get shocked and they'll ask me, how, how did you get there? Like 21 questions. Yeah. But, but when I think when you first told me from Zambia, do you know what I mean? And the picture I got was, okay, I know it's about somewhere in, you know, Southern Africa and whatnot. So, you know, when you're young, you get that picture of, you know, shorts, slippers, you know what I mean? Barefoot, maybe. It's jungle. I had jungle. <laughs> jungle. Comment <laughs> comment so, so wait, so you, you, know you, I mean? you were born in Zambia, yeah? Yeah. And so, so how, how long did you like stay in Zambia? Bro, I came here when I was 10. Okay. So year six, basically. Bro, and it's a funny story. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, don't basically, talk. <laughs> basically, yeah. Yeah, I was in school in Zambia on a Monday. And I was in primary school on a Thursday in London. <laughs> Bro, no it's nuts, man, but it is what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So what do you, like, how well do you remember, like, your, your childhood? Like, childhood? Yeah, like, around, you know, like, before right. coming oh, in. Very well. Very well. Because... Like, the funny thing is, I learned English before I learned Somali as well. Like, oh, English really? was my first language. Because there, the school you go to is an English school. Yeah. All you're speaking Somali is to your family. It's literally like growing up here in language-wise. So I learned English first, and my Somali was, I wouldn't say bad, but it was just a bit better than the usual kids that yeah. grow here, innit? Because mm. all you speak, is basically just speaking with your parents in Somali, so you don't get the practicing. But English, I was A1. The only difference was a little bit of accent, maybe a couple words mm. that people use here for, like, for slang or something. But it was easy ride. It was an easy ride for you. But wasn't it different? You said, you said literally you was, in, you was in primary school on a Monday and then a Thursday you're here. Did I mean that? What was it like when you first got there? You're seeing, you're seeing you know, it, it's just different to what you're used Bro, it to. Did I mean? Like, Bro, I came here on a Tuesday. Wednesday just had a chill day at home trying to figure out, you know, the TV channels and trying to see yeah. what life is here. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking all these houses are so small. It's like slits to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, how do I tell the difference between the roads? It was mad. Then on Thursday, I walk into a class and I'm not going to lie, I've never seen that many white people in the same room. Fam. I'm thinking, what is going on here? Isn't it? You know, you know what must have shocked you is that interactive whiteboard, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I laugh, man, I <laughs> that interactive <laughs> whiteboard. Because to me, it shocked me. I'm not gonna lie. It was, although I was from uh, Holland at that point, do you know what I mean? We were using chalk still at that point. Yeah, so the minute board. I came down, I'm seeing a projector there. I'm thinking, yo, what's Bro, going on? But you know what happens when you when you say you're coming to England, innit? It's like expect that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, there's a bit of an expectation <laughs> to say, yo, this man do a bit different. Yeah. But it wasn't that deep. When when you come here that young. It's easier to like grasp little things like that. What about the season? Like, what season was it when you came? Like, bro, in terms autumn, of the weather, bro, it was August. <laughs> in it September, somewhere. Uh, I think I think you came. I I came I came in September, I think. But you came like I think it's like the first week, maybe October even, or the last week of September around that time. So you went I from mean? I'm guessing you went from toes out in the sandals and that, and then now uh, you're wearing the. Um, bro, it's a big difference, fam. The first six months, oh my lord. Fam, I've never seen cold in my life. What? Bro, first day, no, the second day, I think, we had to get jackets and that for yeah. the winter, innit? Because the, the cold here was already a bit too much for me. Because it's all autumn. Yeah, yeah. Because it's autumn, 
I was thinking I need something heavy. Yeah. But I didn't even know winter's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. know about winter. <laughs> you know I'm about thinking, winter. yo, right now I need a jacket. Yeah. So I remember just going to the shop, just getting a jacket, trying to sort myself out. But that first winter, I'm not going to lie, I did not go outside too tough. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I had to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, that fleece from day one, I remember. Oh, that fleece. That fleece, <laughs> yeah. It kept you there. Yeah. It? People didn't like wearing the fleece. I was no, like one yeah. of the few guys. I think he was one of the few. So it, it, it's different, obviously. I don't know what it's like in Zambia, but mm. like I, I had to get used to the whole uniform side of things. Now, so we I mean, had uniform in Zambia yeah. as well, but it wasn't like, like the way it is in England. It was like the whole primary school wears a certain uniform and the whole uh, high school wears a certain uniform. And I went to Islamic school in Zambia. So okay. it was a bit different. You see, when you come here, like, you, you know, like, um, like I remember when I first came here, um, like we went to, like I don't know why, yeah, but my friends still take the mick out of me, innit, like till this day. But I, my parents bought some like dunks from Lidl, innit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lidl, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. They were yellow dunks, yeah? Mm. And I used to, like, I think I picked them out, innit? Because I, yeah. I like them, innit? They look nice. Yeah. yeah. So, I wore them to school, whatnot, this and that, yeah? And, like, even till this day, some some of the random still take the, like, they take the mick out of me, of like, for, for this odd fashion that I came with yeah. from, you know, where I come from. Everyone like, remembers, like, how someone arrived. Yeah, 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 sense, yeah, like, yeah. I got a few friends literally like there's even one 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 guy anyways that Lee probably <laughs> that Lee knows literally he came in a bright red coat do you know what I mean fresh <laughs> from one of them Scandinavian countries and yeah. you can tell from miles part on 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 literally on the concrete you can see from you can see him standing there and whatnot he's wearing a bright red coat do you know what I mean but at the same time when you know when the years go by you don't you know you acclimatize more so you wear you know different types yeah, of coat yeah. and whatnot so but people will remember they that always remember like, that like everyone's got that you know someone did you have no 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 i'm not having that you nah, must nah. have some kind of experience that's my question to Bro, you now i'm not gonna lie it was, you, it was like were you wearing the same like flip-flops that. You know, he, he's trying oh, to say no what? sandals he came here with sandals no 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 i'm just wearing jeans yeah. Pimsoles, pimsoles. It had to be pimsoles, isn't it? Bro, bro, have you been to Africa? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not really. Yeah. Yeah. I actually haven't still, it's man. Here, but yeah. here it's just the cold. That's yeah. the only yeah. major difference. It's just the cold. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You have to understand 10 year old here and 10 year old somewhere else. Yeah. It's the same swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not nah, dripping yeah. out at 10. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. You're not dripping. No, 100%. It, it's, it's different at the same time. But at the same time, what we really wanted to know was like, why were there Somalis, for example, in Zambia? Like, that's intriguing. Because most of the time, what you realize is when you think about someone is in Africa, you think more of like Kenya, Ethiopia, you think more of maybe Uganda, Tanzania, where the most of Somalis are, of course, you know, the entrepreneurial folks and have businesses and all sorts going on. But Zambia, that was something new. So, you know, give us a bit of an insight of why that was the case. I'm not going to lie, when people say Somalia, Somalia like Somalis, why are they in Zambia? Bro, to me, it's baffling because from my point of view, Somalis are everywhere in Africa. Yeah. It just depends on the population, how much of them are there. For example, Mozambique, there's a couple of Somalis there. South Africa, I'm sure you heard yeah, about it. Yeah, there's loads, yeah. There's loads of them in there. Zambia is the same. It's all in the same block. Mm. And it's the closest out of those countries to be next to East Africa. So yeah. there's naturally going to be Somalis there. The way I see it is if there's opportunities and business opportunities yeah. anywhere, close to where Somalis are, they're going to migrate. Yeah. It's just natural. So they think straight. 
business is there, let's go there and whatnot. And 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 I think most of the time that's that's the case. But I think I think you 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 mentioned this to me. I think quite some time ago, what the whole reasoning was and why Somalis got there in the first place. Like, what kind of businesses are they into in Zambia? Basically, it's predominantly trucking and logistics. Mm. Basically, that's what they specialize in down there. They're not like all types of business. That's their main business. Everything else is a bonus. So if you go to Zambia, for example, and you all the petrol, diesel, all the uh, goods being transported, it's all Somalis. Or ninety percent of Somalis. The only thing that they don't transport is obviously alcohol yeah. mm-hmm. and those type of situations. But anything else, it's most likely. Somali. So you're saying mostly that's what they're into and whatnot, and, yeah. and that's the whole reasoning. What that's how they yeah. started and established themselves. Nowadays, obviously, they're going to go into different businesses, maybe shops, such things. But their main bread and bar is trucking. So when they, when did they came there? Was it like the seventies, the sixties? Bro, I think the first people to go there were in the sixties. In the sixties, isn't it? I think I think I read it somewhere how the reason they got there in the first place because they needed experienced drivers to drive them through particular, you know, roads and whatnot. Yeah, bro, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, yeah. it sounds a bit weird, but Somalis are known as good drivers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, when I tell people this, they don't understand. There's a saying in it. Basically, some Somalis, yeah, they rate each other on how sick dri- their driving is. Basically, you know, so they go. There's a status that they have yeah. called Champion Gear, in it. Champion Gear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically saying, yo, this guy can go through any road, anyhow. Yeah. So basically, there's this terrain, there's this route that had to go into another country that yeah. most drivers couldn't drive through. So what they did, they exported Somali drivers to come navigate through that route. Yeah. So that's how they first started. As soon as they retired, they're like, you know what, I'm I'm posted here. So they they made a base basically, yeah. like it might have even started from like. Maybe what four five, and then it yeah, just bro. multiplied from there, isn't it? Bro, Lord knows you're putting <laughs> man into the local population. <laughs> you never know, yeah. I don't know about the original people. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. Yeah. I don't know who they were. I just know that Somalis came here time ago. But in mass, they, I think they started coming in 1990, maybe early 80s, late 80s, but predominantly 1990. So majority came during that time, isn't it? But. Yeah. I think you mentioned also, and this is the thing with Somalis, like you think like, why is it that they're in these kind of different, you know, countries and what made these people just go all over the place? But at the same time, it's like they smell money and opportunities to be made. It's similar to like, we spoke about one time in South Africa when they uh, set up shop there, they call spazzers, yeah. So this, yeah. Uh, in these, uh, what do they call it? Um, in these, you know, I'd say low income kind of areas you know like slums and what the Soweto's, the Soweto's and yeah. you know all these kind of areas where you know they send up they they set up these shops right and wh- what they tend to do is like they've got um goods that they sell but at the same time as they've got like a low markup meaning they get you know a small you know they get a small profit from it but at the same time it's because they're selling such a large quantity of those right and they're open like maybe 24-7. But the way they do it, yeah, with Somalis, it's like everyone's got a share in the business, maybe four or five brothers or, you know, four or five friends, and they put the money together. And once that's successful, they take a bit of the profit and then they move over to the next shop and and mm. take over that area. Do you know what I mean? At the same time, and I was looking at this um, YouTube clip, so interesting. It's to, do with maybe, it's to do with how they give 
credit lines to the local people that can't afford it at that type at that time until their next maybe payday. Do you know what I mean? So they give them a little bit of money um, in terms of they give them the goods now and what they do is once you get paid, for example, then you return the money and it goes on. So they, they build a trust then in that way with the community at the same time. And what they do is obviously they um, hire local people. They give, you know, they give them jobs and one, and then it boosts the local economy that way at the same time. So you know how it works. You employ the local people. And at the same time, that's that's really good for the economy. Do you know what I mean? I think it's like, at the same time, that's how they expand. And, you know, I think a lot of Somalis are familiar with Somalis in South Africa, how well they do. Of course, there's a lot. Of, the, you bad know, side. The, the bad side, the xenophobia that goes on there. You know, there's a lot of discriminations made from the locals. Where, you know, they think that uh, maybe... Um, Similar to maybe how England, they say, you know, they're taking our jobs and everything else. Do you know what I mean? That's how they look at things. But really and truly, what is it? The smallest, like, they'll set up shop anywhere. They don't really care what it is. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's always how one guy will start up really small, right? And once he gathers enough money, he then moves on to the next thing. And it's interesting. I think maybe in Zambia, it was the same thing. Maybe they started maybe one truck. And from that one, that's track, how it all yeah. starts. They've got a blueprint. Most Somalis I know that started making money all started as a truck driver. So they basically started like learning how to drive a truck. Maybe their cousin brings them in and says, "You know what? You're not making money. You're not working. Let me show you how to drive a truck." So basically, he learns how to drive a truck. He gets a job. Someone brings him in, says, "Drive this truck for me," while he's stacking up to buy shares on his own truck. So mostly, what they do is. They, they grind out maybe a year, two years, just try and make money to own shares in a truck so that it can make passive income. But when you tell people, like, for example, living in England, like, most people just work for a paycheck. Like, they don't work to get out of a paycheck. Mm. There is, it's a given, you have to. Like, you can't live your life just waiting for that, like, that trucking paycheck. It don't make sense to them. Yeah, because it's different. Here, maybe yeah. what it is, is, like, you can still depend on maybe the state to give you some kind of income. Maybe, yeah, you there, know. there's nothing. It's do or um, die, bro. Yeah, so down there, there's no security. There's, there's no income. Like it's either you make the bread or you... <laughs> bro, or that's it for you. I'm not going to lie. Do you know you make mean? it or no one knows you. That's <laughs> basically it's cutthroat. There's nothing like, yo, that guy's not making money. If you're fit and able, you're on your own, most likely. Like, unless you've got family that's going to help you out through the trouble times. But basically, you just jump on a truck, work a bit, get half a truck, get your own truck, drive your own truck, make money, then just keeps on going like that and they just have a progression. Bro, they don't know anything about holidays down there. They don't know none of that. But but at the same time, Somalis, you know how Somalis are, right? When they're in different countries, they like to s- just stick to them, to themselves. Like, they, they don't like to like, it's, it's more like they got their own community going on. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is no, it the do. same thing? They do, 100%. They got their own c- Basically, there's two cities that Somalis predominantly live. And it's like capital city, Lusaka, and the second city, Ndola. So basically, they just go in between those two cities. Mm. But the thing is, in those cities, they have neighborhoods that's predominantly Somali. Like, you're going to have other people living there, but they just have their own, like, Makhaid or, like, you know, yeah. just the way our areas are here in London. Do you have, like... um? Do you have like uh, a variety of like different Somalis with like with different incomes, like rich Somalis, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the poorer ones? One hundred percent. I wouldn't say poorer. That that one's a strong word. I'm not gonna lie. 
I would say there's well-off Somalis and there's Somalis that are just like just middle class or just maybe below middle class. Because the thing is with Africa, when you say poorer, there's levels. Okay. <laughs> there's literally, yeah. I haven't got food. And then there's poor, like, okay, yeah, I'm working paycheck to paycheck. It's two different types, isn't it? So I wouldn't say that they're literally, there's no food on the table. Some guys might be paycheck to paycheck, but there's affluent ones as well at the same time. Yeah, because I've seen literally, um, there must be big communities literally where you've got, like you said, affluent someone where they're really rich and they're well, doing well for themselves. Do you know what I mean? You'll be surprised. There's people who go up down there. <laughs> but the thing is, they don't spend it how you expect someone to spend it. Basically here, if you find someone makes money, you're going to know he makes money. Yeah. How he spends it on cars or whatever. There they don't have that same thought process. Mm. Maybe if their kids spend their money and start messing about with it, but the guy that makes it doesn't really spend it too tough. So it's different. They're not too materialistic then. Nah, they'll buy a um, Land Cruiser, like a wavy <laughs> Land Cruiser, 19 plate. Basically, he's lit. That, that's, that, that tends to be the, 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 the car they love in. It's the Land Cruisers down yeah, there, yeah. isn't it? The Pajeros, the Land Cruisers. Uh, basically, any 4x4, four four, that's a bit of luxury-ish. A bit of luxury, isn't it? It's yeah. different. But then, did you have Somalis, uh, Zambians, let's call them that, right? That did the ones that did they then? I remember you saying something, and this was this was really good that they they were buying trucks from here, right? And they buy the trucks secondhand, wherever they might be, and then they take them back. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Most trucks that are in Africa are from England. Right? Yeah, <laughs> people don't know that because here you have rules. There's yeah. road licensing rules. Like a truck after a certain mileage cannot work. But when they do that, they sell it to Africa. Africa is until it breaks down. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, to the end. There's no like, road safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, does your truck move? Yeah. If it moves, we're good. We make money. Yeah. If it doesn't move and it's breaking down two, two times, send a mechanic with him yeah, when it breaks yeah, down. When it breaks so down. Bro, there's even jobs. Like, for example, let's say you've got a transporting company. There's jobs where one guy's main job is to literally take mechanics to a car that broke down or mm -hmm. a truck that broke down maybe 600 miles away. So his job is always like transporting mechanics to different jobs. So th literally they live, breathe it. Fam. They do, yeah, it must be different. But are there other Somalis in neighboring countries that, you know, that do... What, the same business? Yeah, that's something similar. I think you said something along the lines of like, Somalis even being in Congo, for example. Bro, <laughs> you know what I mean? bro people don't... You know what? Yeah. You yeah. Know, niggas need to travel more. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Niggas need to travel more. There's Somalis everywhere. Bro, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Somalis in Ghana, Somalis in Sierra Leone. Bro, I think Somalis are everywhere, personally. So they're there... Is it similar tr uh, trucking, transport, or they're doing different type of things up there too? I would say that they do trucking, but maybe because... The situation in Congo is a bit less. Yeah, more, it's, it's more, more volatile. volatile. Yeah, it's more volatile. So I'm not sure how easy it is to do business. Yeah, but money moves. Money moves. So for Somalis down there in Africa, it's literally sometimes we don't care about the volatility as but long as we can get. Somalis there, and Somalis here, two different people. So what, what, what's the difference? Point yeah, point your point of view. What's the difference? Then would you say? It's their outlook on life. To be honest. It's their outlook Did on you, life. Do you think they're more risk takers then? Yeah, 100%. Basically, 
Would you say risk takers or they just have a different type of work ethic? No, it's mentality. Okay. It's mentality first. Because like living in England, you see like people chase comfortability here. Mm. People just want a comfortable life. I can pay my bills. Anything extra, let me do two, two hobbies a month and I'm sorted. You won't hear too much from me. There, I think you have a higher percentage of people saying, I want to make it. Because I've seen, because you're reminded every day. Let's say, let's say you're in a you're in a city in Botswana, for example. Yeah. For you to drive to work, you're driving past something they call a compound. Compound is basically a low income neighborhood yeah. where have you seen those is like shanty towns kind shanty of shanty towns, yeah, 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 yeah. where the, the little houses are made from steel, yeah, steel yeah, plates. Yeah. yeah. So you're seeing that every day, and you you're knowing that. If I haven't got a degree or if I haven't got something I can work with and I'm just doing labor, for example, I'm not too far off, like two two problems and I'm here. So everyone's trying to get out of that situation, trying to distance themselves yeah. from poverty in a sense. So there's, n- there's no sense of complacency at all. It's no, just no. we move, we move. Okay, yes and no. Reason why I'm saying it's slower pace than England. So their end goal is different but the way they get there is totally different so they're more hard working but how they hard if, if it makes it how they hard work is <laughs> yeah. different okay because like there's no time there is a bit slower than here. yeah mm-hmm. like they wake up at like eight like strolling to work <laughs> at 10 like you know yeah, I mean? yeah there's yeah. no clocking there's clock no clocking clock yeah it's more no, like no, yeah. their task for an example is the trucks moving today have we got <laughs> contracts for the trucks to move yeah. they move you know what i mean that's the major thing as long as the trucks move everything else we can take so everything's time. based on contract standard it's like you winning a contract basically yeah it could be government contracts it could be you know private contracts private it could be everything contracts, else yeah. isn't it and once you receive those you can move you know to however you want to do you know it could be a big distance it could even be going from let's say zambia to maybe international yeah. do you know what i mean international it can it can go to such a um it, it, it can be like that at times but do you you know the ones that set up a, a you know like you said they start off one truck then two trucks and so on do they then end up with a whole company then and then from that company from the somalis anyways when they have a big company what is it like then did they? Because I saw something that how they give back to the community. For example, like you know, I think they give them like uh, garbage trucks. Yeah, they always do that to like win favor with locals. That's always going to happen. In, in you know, the local government. Yeah, and stuff. yeah we won't talk about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. so wait. Obviously, um, you're born there. You came here when you were ten. Yeah. And you you ended up going back there. Yeah, I went back. When I was in year 10. Okay. Yeah. End of year 10. Okay, so how come, why did you go back? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I was a bit fast for my age. Yeah. Let's just say that. Is that a good description? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fast <laughs> yeah. Is that a good description? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not going to lie. It was, I just needed to slow down in it. At that time, I didn't understand it. But looking back now, I think, I think that's a good decision. I'm not going to lie. I think, I think, um, the time you went back anyways, you you um you came back totally different. I feel like you came back so mature in the sense of like you use karma, your outlook on life was different too at the same time. Do you know what I mean? You was, and I think probably 
I think you probably mentioned that how um family plays a big part, especially down there. Do you know what I mean? Bro, bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. Family plays a big part. Because one of the major like I see other people that get sent back all the time. Yeah. And they rarely come back better than they left. Yeah. It's very it doesn't rare. Work hard, yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. rare. And I think it has to do with family. Because for example, if I me myself, if I went to a family that maybe didn't care about me too tough it would have been a different situation i would have basically rebelled but i went to be one of my favorite people learn how to still my uncle in it so, yeah he's basically my second dad in my eyes yeah. he was he was the best guy for me to go there fam. so you learned from him a lot you you know at the same time i think he said he was a doctor isn't it yeah Down he was there. a doctor yeah so that that played a big part yeah you know it's, it's i think we and again, I touch on it a lot of times. It's like having that positive role model there. Do you know what I mean? At the same time, you've got someone there that's, you know, like I said, this doctor, you're seeing his day-to-day and how he lives and everything, and you take a lot from that. Did I play a big part? Nah, 100%, 100%. Basically, he used to listen to me, innit? Yeah. You know when you, you're new, you're yeah. back, you're like, I'm trying to go back to England. Yeah, yeah. anyway, possible. Anyway, yeah. possible. <laughs> What should I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to him like we're friends, innit? Yeah. He used to say, like, yo, really, if you want to go back, I could speak to your parents, innit? Yeah. Are you sure you want to? So it made me feel bad. Like, I don't want to, like, say that I want to leave you. Yeah. So he puts you in a little situation, innit? So he just made me a deal. He said, finish school, then you'll be able to go back. So I just, like, got used to it. But so then I think you went there. So you went to the international schools, and at the yeah, same yeah, yeah. time, so it's totally different. Of course, you're not going to the local schools. You're going to literally, you know, what do they call it English international school, where you're doing, you're, you're not doing the regular GCSEs. We're doing you're doing IGCSE. Yeah. It was basically international GCSE. I'm not gonna lie, it's a shock. It is harder than GCSE here, fam. Because I went there starting year eleven here. Yeah. I basically did even half my GCSEs by that time. I go there thinking, yo, it's a quick year. Yeah, I'm a breeze in the park. I'm breeze through. Yeah. I'm going to breeze yeah. through. Walk in the park. And goes into the lesson, innit? And they go, they're teaching biology. They're basically, because they do their GCSE, IGCSE over three years. So it's like, they give each other like a longer period and it's still hard. Yeah. So I'm thinking, it's what it is. Let me see what it's saying, innit? Put me on the last year. Yeah. <laughs> you breeze past it. But I go into one lesson. Man, it breathes for two, two things. Yeah. Heart, left ventricles. Bro, I said, nah, nah, I need to start again. <laughs> but I wanted to come to England. I wanted to come back as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Are you thinking about, is this like your, you've got this plan in your head that I'm gonna, you know. Oh, I'm thinking, what's the quickest way for me to go back to England? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they said, finish school. So I'm thinking, three years? That's a myth. I'm trying to go back as quick as possible. Innit? That's why I thought it was a year. Because I knew I was always going back. Yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't like, most people, I think they get like koalas. Yeah, I, I think I think once you know you, what happens a lot of the times is, and this this you know this from some of the things I've seen anyway is that a lot of kids get sent back, right? And I feel like that's 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 the only option that the parents take when they're sending their kids back. It's like you know, let him be over there out of sight. Do you know what I mean? So we don't need to de- like we be can't dealing. Handle this problem. Yeah, this like thing. we don't need to be dealing this on a daily basis and whatnot. We don't want to be going, um, having the police at our doors, etc. Mm. But what they don't realize is once this kid goes back to, let's say, Somalia, right? It doesn't always work out like that. 
Because down there, it's not like everything's calm either, always. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be doing sometimes the same things you was doing here. Unstable Do you know what I mean? Loads of people that go there, they don't always come back the same either. Do you know what I mean? No. Did you encounter, like, any other, like, people in your situation when, whilst you was over there? Yeah, no, I had cousins from Canada. Because the house I, I, I lived in was, like, a boy's house. Yeah. And, was, and I was the youngest out of all my cousins. Yeah. So, basically... I come in there, I had a cousin from Canada that was living in that house and the rest grew up in Zambia. But I all knew all of them because that's where I was born in it. I knew all of them. So it wasn't like something crazy. Yeah, not something crazy that yeah. you're not used it's to. It's like a homecoming, man, yeah, basically. Yeah. He went to England, you get me? He's back now. He's back now. Yeah, bro, it's yeah. so bad. I even had friends that I grew up with. Yeah. From when we were kids, like in the school, they're like, "Yo, Lee's back." It was one of them situations. You just gone the other day, and I, <laughs> bro, I'm like, "Yo, I'm back in it," but not for fresh too home, not for fresh too home. Long. I'm trying to go <laughs> back, but nah, it was, it was, it wasn't that bad. But living in the moment, you're thinking, "Let me try to get back to England as quick as possible," because you know, at that period, yeah, you're thinking, "Yo, it's year eleven yeah. next yeah. year." You get me? What, what six form am I going yeah, to do? Yeah, you prom, like come on, on a yeah, lot pro- of things. prom. <laughs> Two problems to go to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think that's that's how it is because when we was talking on Facebook sometimes he's like I'm always asking yo when you're back and Bro, you're you, like, know, you know how yeah. many times I've heard someone for like text me on Facebook it? when are you back Bro, what can you say at that point <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing you can say in it yeah. you just be like yeah soon Bro, there's some sometimes I'm even messing around I'm back next week what are you uh. <laughs> but I know I'm not coming back in it but I think you know it is right a lot of people when they get sent back, if it feels like they're missing out on things, do you know what I mean? Bro, you know what it is? I'll tell you the truth. It's like so much. I see it myself right now. When people leave the country, life just moves on. Yeah, right. People move on. People move on. But from the outside looking in, it's a like a madness going on. Yeah. And when you when you speak to someone over Facebook or on the phone, they'll be like, nothing, bro. Everything's normal. Yeah, like nothing. Nothing's changed, but really and truly, the whole landscape has changed. Because it's different. You're missing out on the, your teenagers down here. Yeah. People, you know, whether it's going football, they're going to games together, people going outings together. It's like you feel like you're missing out on these things. Because then the day, you know what I mean? You went to school with a lot of, the, with a lot of us at the same yeah. time. And you're thinking, you know, and, and, and this is the thing. It's like, I feel like, I remember when I'm back to, uh, I guess at one point, right? And this is uh, when I was speaking, I, I was just with some locals at one point. And you know when, it's like you're romanticizing what England is like. And that's a bad thing at the same time, right? So I'm talking to, to some of the um, my neighbors and I'm just telling them, yeah, England's like this. And we're, you know, this is how it goes on there. And it's like they're getting a smile, they're getting happy. And then the guy saying, yeah, you know what? Man's gonna make my way there, innit? And you think, what? You're part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, see, people like him. Exactly. That's that's, that's, and then you don't realize it at that at that point because what you're doing is, at that time, of course, they might not be working. Let's say, right? Opportunities are limited. Do you know what I mean? And they're still young, so they're thinking, you know what? This guy is telling me this place, yeah, like so much going on. Let me make my way. It gets deeper than that as well. Like people don't notice it, but I noticed it a bit. Is when people from England go back to African countries, they got like, um, like not in a bad way, but like man's from England, didn't it? Yeah, like, I'm better than yeah, you. I'm better, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Here you can be literally doing nothing, but 
You know, <laughs> to, if you go back to Africa, yeah. you're telling people that's their bits. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. You know I mean? So, for me, I never, maybe I did to begin with. I, I can't analyze myself in it. But after a while, it was just no one could tell the difference. That literally, I'm in class, a new person will come in and they'll be like, yeah, like, what? Then someone telling me he's from England, they'll be like, what? Him? He's from England. Yeah. Because so you don't carry yourself like that, innit? So you didn't you didn't have to readjust at all. Like like oh, let's say listen, listen, what about like for instance, let's say like you got used to eating Skittles every morning on, you know, like your way to school. Okay, what did you say? I don't know, but, but like, this what? the thing, this is the thing. A lot <laughs> you of hear people, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you I know what you mean. mean. <laughs> it's because he's not being back home anyway. I listen. But it's like you feel like these little things are so important but but to extent i think he's got a point because um, she just said rubicon <laughs> yeah rubicon's uh, the ingredients uh, yeah. skills are universal uh, mccoy is chris <laughs> come on man mccoy is there bro <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, okay okay maybe zambia is different but i think maybe but like zambia is, is yeah. okay there's a difference there's there's what i haven't been somalia in it but from what i hear there's somalia but zambia is not like that it's like more yeah more they they look to europe more so there'll be cinemas, there'll be shopping centres, there'll be... Was it a British colony? Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah? Yeah. All right. It's, it's Zambia and Zimbabwe. Okay. Isn't, isn't this the same Zambia when they used to say where there's everyone goes to the shopping centre and goes on the escalator? <laughs> well, Who's that guy? Me? Anyways, that centre. Trevor Noah, man. Trevor Noah, yeah. yeah when you... De- wait, were you there when they won? Didn't they win the African Cup of Nations? Bro, that was lit. You were there that at that point? Yeah. Oh my. Was it 2010? Uh, no, no, it was in 2010. 2011. Because that's when the World Cup was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2011. AFCON, right? 2011. Something like that. Were well, you there at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it like? Bro, it was lit. Because you have to understand, Zambia is not the best footballing nation or yeah, anywhere yeah. near. Yeah. Like, they, they once had a sick team back in the day that got into a car crash, it's a United mm. situation. But this time, it was like everything was with them. Like when you're in the city, no one even knew that they were gonna win it. Yeah. But the final, that was the, one of the latest days. Of I the was watching final. that. Who did play Nigeria? Ivory Coast. Bro. Yeah, Ivory Coast. It was in the final. Yeah, Jogba, yeah. The all team. I'm seeing is like ten Zambians running. Just the, bro, the, the captain, center back yeah, is the captain was bro. He was in the army. You know, bro. He was a bit weird, bro. It's hard to explain. Yeah. But their captain is like an army guy, but he's he's a footballer at the yeah. same time, isn't it? Bro, the whole city was literally no one slept. What was was um, what's the perception of the Somalis in Zambia? Like, how do the Zambians look at the Somalis in that sense? Like, in what way? Like, what's the pers- perspective? Like, do they because they isolate themselves a lot more than not? Because you know, I wouldn't say they isolate themselves. Like, they work with Zambians. Yeah. They employ Zambians. I wouldn't say they isolate themselves. Some areas are even mixed. Like, they live with Zambians as well. Yeah. So I wouldn't say in that way, but if you're talking about like marriage and yeah, no, no, of course that's that's that's, that's totally different. different. Yeah, yeah. At least at least they're more, you know, hospital like in terms of like the hospitality is different, isn't it? Bro, there, I'm not gonna lie to you. If you know their language, you're lit. You're lit, man. You're speaking to a cabbie. If you speak two two of their language, they drop the price. But yeah, yeah, local base. Yeah, I think I think that's that's the same everywhere, even back home in Swan. Literally, yeah. like I think it's to do with um, if if you, like, you know, people can tell when you just, you know, you're not from. Yeah, no, the, the area. Do you know with what I mean? Somalis and as well, they'll assume to begin with you're not from there. Yeah. Until you prove like, yo, you, like, you get me? I'm not a tourist, innit? 
I'm a, I'm a local so yeah. I know the price yeah, yeah. don't try and mug me off so then they'll laugh this is the funniest part they'll laugh and say ah say nothing you're one of us but it's a bit different it, it's different in that sense like it's it's um like you said like you get a lot of uncles that do they do they go back suited up you know similar to how they go yeah they do bro <laughs> they go back suited up they're from here fam like yeah. not many uncles are doing a madness here innit but yeah. When they go back, they act like they're moving mountains. Man's from England. What are you telling me? Yeah, yeah. you get me. The passport, everyone's flexing the. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, the but that's what, uh, People do that on a regular, like, and I think like, that's normal. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They yeah. save up all year just to splash it all yeah. on. A, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but then they will be telling the the locals in the same breath, England mahakadonis awahiyalamale. Yeah. So you're giving mixed signals. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, the locals. yeah, yeah. Contradiction, yeah, yeah. Telling them it's the latest place, man, suited and booted. I'm coming back, but then you're telling them why you going there? You know, why would you want to go there? But that's 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 similar to what I was saying about the neighbor when I was like telling about England and whatnot. Like, who's already by that time that guy was already making his like, who's already had his route? Like, he's telling me he's going for Afghanistan. I'm like, whoa, 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 like, bro, hold up, hold up. You're telling me going through Afghanistan and you're going through that place to get there. Do you know what I mean? And you never know, like, and if I, and and this thing, like, the next day I did hear, oh, he did leave, and he's on his way to. You never know where he's gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> like, he actually lived. Yeah, that That's is sad. It's sad. It's like, sad. it is. Yeah, you yeah. never know how that might end up. But I remember, and this is a thing, right? It becomes so sticky because the it depends where they end up anyway. All the youngsters just yeah, just leaving, leaving like, one point, taking trips. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And like, I remember I had a family member even, and then I think they ended up like in some next. Like, uh, Austria, let's say, right? And they've got nothing Where? in their pocket like Austria. <laughs> Your pronunciation is so funny, right? Suspect there. So <laughs> is it Austria there? Austria, <laughs> Austria. Okay, Austria. Hey, right. flow. Anyways, Austria, yeah, they, they ended up there anyways and um, they needed some, uh, let's say, pocket money. Of, of course, they need a way to survive, the yeah, undocumented, yeah. etc. Et so, these are the things they come across anyways. Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't always have a plan. Like they might just have a little bit of money that that gets them from one place to the other. But bear in mind, you're going through different places yeah, no, where you might have to pay this person to get through this place, and that you know what I mean. There's yeah. so many barriers that they don't think of. But I think some of the some of the times where where the problem. Yeah, you know what I mean, like from what I heard, like sometimes you know, like they, they might sell off like a bit of land that the family own. You know, like. And then use that money yeah. to fund the trip. Yeah, or like obviously when the money runs out, you just ring up like whoever you can, any relation like in Europe and then well so be like in it. Like yeah. anybody that can help will yeah. just help in it. That's just how it goes. And sometimes it even, you know, I don't know if you're in them group chats anyways, but you know you got them uh clans, you know, tri- tri- tribal um uh WhatsApp groups yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. funding. Yeah, 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 everyone's yeah, putting yeah. down ten pounds, yeah, 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 and yeah, it yeah. goes towards something. Let's just but say, usually medical issues, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah but sometimes I think with those situations, more immediate families and that deal with those situations, like someone has to sell land or whatever they have in order to get there. Do you know what I mean? But you know what the tricky situation is? It's like I've been through this. Sometimes I tell them like it's not really that deep. Like I don't think you know what England is, because you have to understand there's some kids down in Africa or whatever. Yeah. That their life is cushy, bro. 
they got maids. You get me? They they go in private school. I'm saying you're not getting that in England, my friend. Switch it up here. You're living a nice life, but I deep to later on. It's not about actually living in England. It's the freedom of the passport. It's for them to go to any country yeah. in the world, so they get a bit more freedom. Even they say to me, I don't want to live in England, but I want their passport. Yeah, because I understand now. Like for me, it's easier for me to get around the world. Compared to my cousins, for an example, they might have guap, but it's hard. They have to apply for visas. They have to do have certain money in their bank account. Just in order to go, just there, to yeah. go, just to actually go there for ten days or whatever. So for them, they say for, they want to go business in Dubai, for example. Yeah, they want to do trades. They want a passport. They, they even go, <laughs> you got a British passport. You're not making money. You're not doing nothing. You know I mean? You're just they sitting say, there. They say you mad. Like they me, ask you, let me borrow it. Nah, nah, nah. Well, I'm not gonna lie. There's offers. You're gonna receive off- offers, in it? But it's not the smartest thing to uh, do. You, you not ever heard of them offers, like of uh, the marriage one? <laughs> the marriage one. Uh, where <laughs> I was too young for that. Though, that one. What do you mean? Like, the marriage one. The and marriage one. Where, where obviously, like obviously, you, you get married, didn't it? Yeah, and then they, you basically there's a fee involved. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> Have Don't you know, even. I hear that. You know, have you been approached? Once upon a time, I was broken. It, it crossed yeah. my mind. I had an offer still. <laughs> it must have so got. Now I'm kidding, man. But I've heard of that. Well, I've heard of that, innit? I've heard of that still. Those situations happen. Don't get me wrong. You, you're getting. You know, I don't see someone. Someone might tell us. No, no, walla, 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 walla. Not that. Listen, Hunchup, I hear it, broski. Literally, I've not heard of one situation. Wallahi, like bro, I hear it, man. Trust me, I hear it. Like it's one of those situations that happens. Literally, think about your bachelor, right? You might be just chilling, not doing much, let's say, right? And what they do is then they, someone might, I don't know. Don't you have to have a minimum income in it to do this though? Bro, listen, you just, same way of you, like, trying to make it over here, like, and, you know, you're selling off a bit of land, like, you're, you're basically, you can, you do the same thing, but then you're using that money to, to pay someone to bring you over as their, you know, like, partner, like, is, yeah. yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, there's a process, but some people, obviously, don't get me wrong, they do get, they do marry that person, but then they might just yeah, of course, of they course, might start course, liking the person too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. things happen. You can get twanged. But possible, but those things happen, man. Like that's it's it's it's, it's, it's just a way of making things. You know? No, hundred percent. I mean, and that person might bring the family. No, but do you know what's actually sad about this stuff? Like, yeah. have you ever sat down and actually listened to like people's tahrib stories, mm. like and some of the things that they went through, like in the process of 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 making it over here? Well, like that, there's some real mad stories. Yeah, there's some there. real stories, literally, where they've come across a madness, literally, where literally. they are not. They're running in like, yeah. like I've heard like I don't recall it so much, but something about like um like running in darkness, bro, and like bullets are just being shot, and you're just running. You don't know where you're. W- there's no end. Well, you're just running in darkness. I've heard you some know mad what's stories like mad? That. Yeah, I think I came across something on socials the other day, and it was like a group of Somalis, right? I don't know where it was. There was somewhere. Turkey, in it? It was it in Turkey or the Eastern Bloc or somewhere down there, right? In a forest. And they were in a forest. And this it's not a, a little forest, it's a massive, never ending looking forest. And these people are like, listen, someone needs to send us money. Like, we're not going to survive it else. Do you know what I mean? But you know, you get some people that just make jokes and say, listen, 
you're asking for money, but at the same time, you know, you got a bit of like you got to be a battery left on your phone kind of thing. Like, how's that going on? Yeah. I mean? So, people uh, just joke about the situation, but it's serious. Like, people go for a madness just to get to the to to the mainland. Yeah, because the Do roots, I mean? like, from obviously what I, I I don't know too much about this, isn't it? But I hear the roots change over the like years and whatnot. Like, certain roots get bait, and then you got to go through different roots and what. Like, even with what you were seeing, like about the Libya stuff. Yeah, was was it Libya where where yeah, like loads of people yeah, yeah yeah like so it's it's nuts man or like yeah because it's, it's a whole business that goes on a hundred percent it's 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 a, it's a whole madness that goes from there it, I mean? it'd be interesting but a little boats capsize all the time down there between the, I think they're going down to the southern point of Italy towards I think it's like Sicily or Greece. somewhere or when they even go to Greece and whatnot Greece. and they come across so many things there do you know what I mean. Or you've got loads of Somalis even where they're in places in Pakistan, for example, and that was part of their route, let's say, right? But because they ran out of money, they just stayed there and now they're working there. Oh, man. And those things happen. They're everywhere. No, no, they're everywhere. Literally. Like the money runs out and then they're bound to just to work there. And over time, you know, you just stay there. To the point where I heard Somalis even Vietnam, uh, Philippines. Brazil. Uh, Cambodia like I'm thinking what's going on there like how did it how how do we end up in these places yeah. but I think once you're trying to do different routes whatnot do you know what I mean not all the time don't get me wrong some people go there for business and that but those things happen do you yeah. know what I mean? and Brazil that, that was another thing like I think I think I was hearing about a story how once one guy had a lucrative business in sugar yeah. is it sugar 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. had some good business going on in brazil yeah, do you know two what I mean? wives as well, yeah, yeah something like that two wives he had a great business going on so yeah it's not all the time it's about tidy but at the same time maybe it started off as that right as them you know but then it became actually the self shop yeah, a great yeah. business there yeah yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah I, marley's can adapt anyway that's what yeah. i believe 100 no, i believe that too anywhere from there's mo- bro, you can go to Japan. There'll be rural Japan smallies or like. Nah, no, no, I hear. Was it was it near the mountains somewhere? <laughs> there? <laughs> like the way I was, I was like near Japan, near the mountains. I don't know what they're doing there. And I think what surprises someone the most is like when you go to these odd countries and you're thinking, I'm the only person here. Like I'm chilling, and they just bump into a Somali I think that happened to loads of people I think in Hawaii for example they're going maybe there for a honeymoon yeah Hawaii and then they're going there for a honeymoon let's say and they just bump into loads of uncles there just chilling say hey what's going and then they get shocked thinking oh. but don't get me wrong there were loads of Somalis in Hawaii at the time because they went there for um, they went there to study I know I had one cousin over there at one point and she was studying there in Hawaii? yeah yeah, yeah. in oh, Hawaii she was studying oh, there America it's isn't it? part of America Salim um like could you like obviously having lived in Zambia, yeah, being born there and whatnot, and obviously like you're living here right now, yeah. could you ever see yourself like completely just saying, Yeah, bun this I don't really like the UK anymore and just moving over there completely full time? I'm not gonna lie, it's a bit that question is multifaceted. <laughs> <laughs> I just we got all the time in the world, mate. So Take your time. Because there's a give and take. Okay. You can have an easier life there, but you have to. Be, there has to be a way of you making money. Okay. You can't just go there and just say, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apply for yeah. whatever career path you're in and just get a good job." It doesn't work. I don't think that's the best route. But if you go there with a solid plan, 
and in a way of making money, you're going to live literally a very good life. And that's not even just for Zambia. That could be anywhere. That it could, could be even anywhere, be back yeah. home. Somalia could be Somalia itself. Even your quality of life, the food you eat, the, how the day goes, your stress levels, everything. Bro, there's no stress down there, I don't think, fam. It don't exist down there. <laughs> like, everyone's so cool No and brown calm. envelopes in that yeah, down there. Bro, yeah, bro, there's, there's none of that. It's so cool and calm. But the caveat is you have to, like, literally have money. Okay. Yeah, money makes sense as long as you got the money. Yeah. But another thing I was going to ask you, and I thought about this, is it easier for Somalis once they've lived in maybe one or two countries to just move to several different countries then just to not stay at one place? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I 100%. think I think w- you got some Somalis that have just maybe, you know, they're born and bred here. And yeah, it's difficult to live and, anywhere. And they just don't want to leave. Yeah. But once you move, for example, like myself, you know, I've lived in Holland. I was in Poland for a little yeah. bit. And then um, I came over, I came back actually to England and whatnot. But these on the side, if I if I have an opportunity to go somewhere else, I'm not gonna think twice. I'll actually pack my bags and go. Bro, it's a big world, isn't it? Like there's people that will never leave London. Let's be honest. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. There's people that will never leave London. Even not even London, the area they're from. Just within, the area. It could be even the north London. and then they're not even living north. Yeah. Like because you know how we see London one way. Yeah. There's people that can never see it the other way. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just secluded, but if you live in different countries, you understand that there's different positives and negatives with every country. Yeah. For example, here, it has its positives that Africa won't have. Like, for example, like Amazon Prime. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> next bro, day bro, I'm saying the whole aspect yeah. of next day delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, whole, yeah. just the whole thought process about it. Like, I want shit now. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get that down there. <laughs> you get me? There is, we don't have it. We don't have it. <laughs> Like, there's yeah. no I want. It's not that. Yeah. There's more of a need. But what they do is their quality of life is way better. You got, let's say, I know it sounds a bit bougie, <laughs> innit? You got maids, you know, yeah. you got bigger houses. Is, is that standard, though? Like, what, maids? With the maids. Yeah, it, it, it is standard. I would say anything above African middle class. And African middle class is subject to it. Yeah. But anything above African middle class, you have maids. Because, bro, there's poor people that need jobs. It's job yeah. creation, bro. The thing is, I don't think Lee, Lee's familiar with uh, waking up to, like, how many people working. No, it's you know, nice breakfast. And yeah. he's used to just waking up in the morning, getting his breakfast himself. What breakfast, bro? <laughs> My Red Bull <laughs> and I'm, I'm off, man. It ruined me, you know, that having maids and that. It, it took me time to adjust. Because when I came back, Bro, I was so spoiled, yeah. Because let's say I'm, I'm going to school. Because the schools I went at, there was no uniform. So I could wear my own clothes. Yeah. So let's say I'm thinking about an outfit in the morning. I'm going to the wardrobe, dropping everything. Just looking for a certain outfit. And I leave. Knowing when I come back, everything's patterned. Like, ironed back again. And like, yeah, in, folded and, folded and, else, and yeah. everything. But I never thought that someone did this. It doesn't yeah, even come into your come mind. To mind. Yeah. But the good thing is I wasn't bad to them. Like I was always give them a bit of change. Like because I had my own money, because I was the only one out of my family that was there. So I used to get like an allowance per month. Yeah, very good allowance actually. So I would just give them like, hey, you did this for me because it'll feel weird. Like like I don't pay them, but they're doing everything I want them to do. So I would just give a bit of money that don't make sense to me, but to them it makes a big difference. Because like if you give someone let's say a pound a day. Then throughout the month, that's thirty pound. They yeah. can do like 
it could help them in any way. That no, you, it can always help. I've, I've, yeah. I've been, I had with my family that um, there's, I think there was a maid where she's literally been a, what, let's say 25 years plus, but she's part of family. Do you know what I mean? Mm. She's literally seen uh, one of the kids and they're growing up, had a kid and whatnot. She's been there. Do you know what I mean? From that sense. And then at one point, then she's given her own properties and so on. Yeah. And she's helped with any business venture that she comes with. Do you know what I mean? And she's taken in as one of their own. So th- there's positive takeaway. It depends on how you, you go about with the person. You view it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't... Uh, some people do different things. Well, there's going to be horror stories. You know, bad people, yeah. treating people bad. But I'm saying if you if you treat someone very well, it's job creation. Yeah, yeah, no. He like, they'll say, like, yo, I need this job. Like, mm-hmm. it's not... Because... If you tell someone here, I, I want a mate, they'll look at you and say, what is no, wrong with you? No, here is different, yeah. No, they'll say, what yeah. is wrong with you? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you know, they'll I'm say, so why do you need a mate? Yeah. But they don't understand. Like, when you live down in in that side, there's not enough jobs to go around. So even having a, like, a maid that doesn't even do much, just, like, maybe cleans the floors or whatever, she's doing so much, you've got, you're taking care of eight people. She might have yeah, kids. Yeah, of course, yeah. And everything. Even she might send some of the f- um, money back to the families. Yeah. And whatnot. But going back to you, when you talk about affluent Somalis in Zambia and those that are educated, would you say from your family and that they were educated in that sense? And, you know, um, because what is it that, when we think back to it, those Somalis at that time took advantage of, you know, Somali was stable at that time. They were able to get the education. They were sent all over the globe in that sense. Mm. Had education and then came back. And then maybe in that way, they went to like Zambia. They went to all these different countries. Was that the case on your end? Yeah, there's a few uncles I have that are quite educated. But usually the eldest ones, like, you know, uncles in your 60s. Yeah. Because they took advantage of before the the war oh, and yeah. everything, they were they were sent to different universities, maybe Germany, just to basically yeah. further their education. But then there's an age group just below them where they didn't have that opportunity. Yeah, because the country wasn't the way like yeah, it was, was before. It time, was in turmoil, yeah. so they basically maybe they might have been in high school and everything went to shit. So their education literally stopped. Stop there. Find I mean, a job, my guy. For you get me, for, go yeah. to a country or stay in this country. I'm a girl children of him, bro. Yeah. It was that deep because everything just shattered at one point. The whole system collapsed. Yeah, the guys that had education, that had degrees from different countries, could actually go to America. It was it was so deep that you can go to England and say, "This is what I offer. Yeah, this is my skills, and it's very easy for you to to get a citizenship." But obviously, the ones later, after or whatnot, just about maybe got. High school education, they're unable to then, you know, yeah. transfer their skills. I think even a butcher was telling me the same thing here. He's like, you know, the most I could offer then at that time was just working a, in a butcher. And that's all I had. Bro, but and that's where the hard work comes from. That I tell people Somalis have, but they don't showcase it in mass in the West. Mm. Because in Africa, or, or let's just say in the West, they've just got a structure. There's a baseline that even if you go below or you don't work hard enough, you're still going to be minimum. You're going to have money. You're going to have a house to live at. So even if someone, let's say, eats qad all day, for an example, 
He's, he's gonna be living an okay life, not the best. But life. You, you can say that that at the same time, that's that's her dependency on the welfare system. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like here, there's and a little safety, safety net. net. Yeah, but there, outside Somalia, where is basically you have to grind. That's why if you go to Kenya, if you go to Uganda, if you go to Tanzania, you see Mali's doing bits. And they're not the same as the Malis in the West. Like you won't just see, like guys just sitting around in coffee shops. No, but their view is different. They, bro, they do, they do, they they view us as in you know, like being sport maybe. Hundred, you know hundred, I mean? hundred, 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 hundred. They, hundred, they, hundred, they look as a soft, soft. <laughs> soft <laughs> you know what I mean? They look as soft people, bro, immature. Even, you know what I mean? Even look at the way they dress. Just a beggy deep. It's a shirt, jeans, and like boots. Every day, there's no different uh, yeah. gums. It's I can do anything I want with this. I'm grinding if, if 24 hours a day in the same outfit. There's no I'm changing. I've got work outfit. Yeah, it's none of that. This is I'm grinding. This is my life. You know, <laughs> this my this the one outfit that yeah bro, that that fits all. all. Do you know what I mean? It's all purpose. I'm gonna go to Machaid with this. I'm gonna go to fix a truck with this. <laughs> The same shit. But do they in the Mahais like that, like you might see down here? Do you know what I mean? As much. Or is everyone hasn't got that much time for it like that? Well, they do have time. Because yeah. the whole, like you said, yeah. slow down a bit Because after six, very, not not much is moving. So like in the evenings, people like, do have, they're, they're like calm down, in it? come by six. Yeah, six, sun, seven, sunset, sunsets. Yeah. They're maybe eating at a show somewhere or they're just having tea, coffee, whatever. Just relaxing. But in the daytime, someone's always on the move. Someone's there's a guy something. saying, yo, I can link you with this. Bro, there's guys there that don't have jobs <laughs> but make money. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a bit weird. But there's wheel of like? dealers. Yeah. Wheel of dealers. They're like, they're like basically saying, like, for example, oh, you need a spare part. Your truck's been sitting for a month. Yeah. Like, you can't get your truck. The place you get your spare parts, they have to order it. It's going to take six months. Yeah. It's coming from Germany or something. Or wherever it's coming from. Yeah. Or wherever it's coming from. That guy will say, listen, if you give me a certain amount of pee, I'm going to find you that spare part within yeah. two days. <laughs> <laughs> you get me? So yeah. There's an there's a angle where some people make money through. There's a hustling. Yeah. But that, Finesses, yeah. Bro, come on, man. In every shape or form, there's, there's always <laughs> there's money to be made in any way. Do you know what I mean? At the same time, I think yeah. I think that's the best thing. But what would you say? Like some of the things that I'd say, anyways. That what what what's the what's the biggest takeaways that you've got? The contrast. Would you say like the biggest takeaways that you've learned? Oh, Dan here. Yeah, bro. I would say the the biggest takeaway for me personally made me. See life a bit different, yeah. If that makes sense, because when I'm when I was here originally, I got embroiled. Oh, I need the new trainers. Um, I want you get me. I want. Yeah. I'm just thinking about what's what's the next motive. What's I'm just thinking about little things. I go down there and you see street kids sniffing glue. It changes yeah. you a bit. Like mm. you see life a bit different. That's why when I came back, I came back when I was what nineteen. Yeah, and all those challenges looked. You know what we go through usually where the, where you might be weak to the roads, isn't it? Yeah. Bro, it looked it look stupid to me. <laughs> bro, I'm not going to lie. It looked hella stupid to me. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, get out of here, man. Yeah. Like, this is nonsense. But people don't see that. That's why I think that if more people just at least even went for holiday back home, 
on a serious one. Yeah, you know I mean? just to see no it for holiday, one month. Yeah, yeah, just to see family or whatever, just for one month. Bro, you see life here different. Bro. It's a bit similar to like how like, uh, you know, that there's work experience when you're in school. They give you a little, a taster, taster of what work, work is like, yeah. you know? like yeah. yeah, so what you're saying does make, there's a lot of logic bro, to it. It makes sense, Allah. If you take some youth that's talking rah 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 I need to make what by you know the usual yeah. antics and and take them to a country or let's say back home and let them explain their life story to a local bro the local look at them like saying who's this guy yeah <laughs> bro they'll look at you like yeah definitely yeah, yeah yeah bro because they'll say what you're looking at is not important you're just you're doing stupid things for no reason innit that's why you never see a freshie trapping. Uh, you never see that. Yes, yeah, bro. You don't see that. Rarely, rarely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see. You you ne- I wouldn't say never, but <laughs> rarely, a hundred percent. I haven't seen it. it. I haven't seen it personally. Like mm. that, I know fully. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that you personally, yeah, I, yeah. I personally know. I've come across a few, but it's, but it's weird. Here's the point. It's not the usual but ones. I know point. exactly. How you mean. many guys have you met? They've been here for fifteen years, but still have that twang. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, do, yeah. I'm talking about someone that came three years ago that's doing that at like 18, 19. No, 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 because they just look to grind out. Yeah, they just go straight into like a little... No, but obviously, yeah, yeah. It depends on the age that you, 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 you come, come in. 100%, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's someone like that came here, what, 17, 18, sometimes it's a bit different. No, they're not. But, but if like they're in their 20s and whatnot, they're not yeah. there to play around. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're I'd, I'd say, I wouldn't even say 20s. I'd say like older than that, a little bit older than that, mate. What's that? Mm. Like as in, like I think I had a cousin who came here maybe early thirties, maybe or late twenties. Oh, but those like that. are the but those but are the seasons ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. But I believe if if a guy came here at eighteen, they're not looking at the roads or none of that. They don't even for them to even settle. Mm. It's gonna take two years to even understand you. things in this country. The language, everything, and they're not gonna. They're gonna be in the Hayes campus, and yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But one thing I noticed, <laughs> you know is, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be down there. No, but the one I, I rate that so much about them because they were straight looking to get the education, and the first thing they say is, "Yo, where's the job center? Where can I get this? Where can I work?" Hundred percent. You know what I mean? I always see that literally, and that, that's the motivation yeah. they got. Bro, you have to ask yourself, mean? why do people do that? It, it, yeah, sometimes you know it is. I've clocked like. There are families like back home, you know, they're married and they, they, yeah, they've yeah. got youths to support back home. So it's, well, it's just work ethic is coming like Kante, like literally. Yeah. Literally, yeah, it's bro. Different, fam. It's I different. think even you were saying you used to have some colleagues in, uh, in the previous places you was at and you had, you had some uncles, whatnot, and literally the way they operate is I've got a set budget that I've got to have for them for me to send back home. Yeah, you know yeah, mean? yeah. So I've I, like, I, I've spoken to uncles like, like a couple older guys yeah, before, in it, yeah, and they've kind of like, yeah, they've they've broken down in it like how they can. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I listen. We'll, we'll go into this another day. Yeah, <laughs> how they manage like having like you know like two three different wives and whatnot, <laughs> and like like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's interesting. I'm talking about more about the way I'm looking at it is how they manage, for example, having two free wives. No, 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 no. Okay, let's say, let's say if they have one here, let's say, no, 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 there's no, there's none here. There's none here. Okay, 
My bad. Let me take that back. They got, they got, they got a family back home, right? And, and they're working here. A family or two? <laughs> two. <laughs> it could be two. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Each to their own. But, you know I mean? but listen, forget all of that. Circumstances. We'll, 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 we'll circle yeah. back to that another day, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll circle back to that another yeah. day, man. But um, it, it's doable. We'll leave it at that. As long as you got a set budget, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. I will come back to that because because um, the best way to look at it is like you know you know how small is count they look at they look at how much they need to send by they look at GBP then the dollars they say okay the dollars <laughs> <laughs> like the dollars make well, sense you know they the, got exchange rate in their mind the exchange rate because small is the way they look at things is is in dollars and everything's in dollars in that sense so yeah it is funny the outlook Bad yeah. fam. No, hundred percent. But you didn't answer that question I asked oh, you earlier. <laughs> this guy avoided it, man. Listen, listen. So, um, you, can you see yourself ever like? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent, yeah. Bro, well, uh, as retirement or, um, uh, like just completely. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. You want me to be true? <laughs> <laughs> you know my view. You yeah. know my view. All I'm right. not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very close. Maybe when I'm in my phase, maybe. Because okay. England's got its benefits. Let's just leave it at <laughs> like that, yeah. England's got its benefits for the moment. Oh, for right. For the like, moment. Yeah. Like, uh, all right. England's got its benefits. To sell out your base. I hear. It's not always the end goal, don't get me wrong. You never know, obviously, where you're going to end up. But yeah, I'm, against, of, yeah. I'm against saying I'm going to be here forever. I'm fully against that. I'm never going to be here forever. You're nomad. No, <laughs> never going to be here forever. Don't it don't make go. sense to me. Huh? Yeah, like a nomad, then you on yeah, the go. Yeah, not even on the go. Yeah. I'm just anti <laughs> here for a long term. You get like yeah. if if you said to me, for example, Yo Lee, I don't see myself ever living in any other place than London. Maybe I might go Milton Keynes as far as yeah. <laughs> outside London. <laughs> like, bro. For example, bro, there's people like that, bro, yeah. bro. There's people like for example, cheaper rent or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the furthest they'll go. I'll look at them and I'll say, bro, especially if you look at. The retirement age is going up yearly. Yeah. By the time we get to that, you might be eight something still working. You never know. You, you never know, bro. <laughs> you never know. Saying, yeah, I've got three more years. <laughs> to and I can barely walk. Yeah, nah, yeah. I'm not trying to see that. Fam. I'm trying to I'm trying to leave, live the best, comf- the most comfortable life the earliest. Yeah. Okay. Because I've, I've already tasted it. I don't feel <laughs> like I like it. <laughs> I'm trying to get back to that. As quick as possible for the longest possible. I hear you. Yeah. You understand? That's, yeah, yeah. that's a dream, bro. That's it, man. I, that's yeah, I hear that. That's understandable. 100%. I think, it, like you said. And it's hard everyone, to explain yeah. to people that haven't seen uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or lived that life. Yeah, definitely. And, for example, if I tell, like, even some of my friends, even when I say to you guys, yo, I'm trying to go back there for holiday. People look at me a bit <laughs> weird. They say, bro, why are you trying to go back there for holiday? Let's go somewhere else. Let's yeah. go... At least go Somalia. I hear that a lot, and I hear that true. But for me, Somalia, yeah. it's a bit of an unknown to me, isn't it? Because yeah. I have to go with someone that's gonna show me around. I yeah. can't just go deep and 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 not know anyone and just yeah. have a cousin by name shout out. Yeah, of course. And a guy course. just comes figure. It's all mad to me. But I'm I'm soon gonna go there. I'm gonna do an African tour yeah. still. African tour. What was that? Is it? Um, what's what's the, what's the place? In Zambia, what's that? Like one of the tourist places where everyone goes to. Especially. Oh, bro, he's got one of the eight wonders of the world. Yeah, you know? what, what's that? What's the place? Uh, Victoria Falls. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I think a lot of people go there, especially. Bro, there's a party. Yeah, hear this. 
is a pot. You see, like, the falls is massive, innit? On the side of it is a swimming pool, like a like a natural swimming pool, not a man-made yeah. one. It's called Devil's Pool, innit? So people swim there and take the maddest pictures while on a waterfall. And it's, like, one of the largest waterfalls in the world. I think another one was the Niagara Falls. Yeah, I think do you know what? Yeah, after this episode, I think Zambia is at the top of my list, man. That's yeah, where I need to bro, go. I told him, man, yeah, if you want a safari, if yeah. you want to see the Tory Falls chat, man, listen, yeah, that's it. That's that's a tip for the viewers, isn't it? Have a look at it, see what it's like. But I'm not a travel agent, let's be honest. If I'm going there and I see you there, I'll <laughs> show you about. Oh my man! Hey, it's it's um yeah. Well, I, it's been a pleasure to that have you pleasure, on. Man. It's I always, can't lie. Yeah, it's, it's always a great art, you know, having insight of having the, the whole the whole point was um just to get insight of you know having someone that lived in places that people are unfamiliar with. Yeah, you know literally. I mean? Like we always hear the you know the usual places, but I think definitely where your the insight you've given us is totally different. 100%. You know I mean? And that's that's the whole thing we wanted to do. Because Somalis tend to think they're all the same. Yeah. Like, you know, like all Somalis do this, for example, which is different. Somalis come in all shapes and sizes, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't mm -hmm. say a Somali, all Somalis do A, they don't do B. Bro, Somalis do everything. They live everywhere. They're capable of doing anything. Yeah, literally. Bro, it's, it's <laughs> mad, fam. Anything's possible. Mad. Anything's possible, man. Do you don't put yourself in a box. That's it, man. Hey. Yeah. So we're gonna lock off there. Yeah. Thank you That's for a great uh, point. Thank you for having you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I mean, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Love it, loved it, man. So um like, share, subscribe, right. and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend and all of that, man. All of that, all of that.